This is Unscripted, a podcast by St. Aldate's Church. Listen along as Simon Ponsonby encourages us to dig into Scripture in the midst of our everyday lives. So take a moment to recenter your attention and welcome the presence of God as we listen to these ancient words. Hello, saints. Welcome back to Unscripted. We're working our way through Ephesians chapter 5. And Paul in verse 31 says, For this reason a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. This is a really important verse. It's looking back to Genesis chapter 2, verse 24. Marriage that God ordains, God created, God designed. Adam and Eve, and the two together becoming one. That is marriage as the the Lord Jesus underscores how God created it in Genesis. But Jesus in the Gospels quotes the same and underscores the nature of biblical, of Judeo-Christian marriage. It's not some pragmatic social construct, but it's a divine creation where God ordains, where God designs a man and a woman to come together and to become in this mystical way one. The two become one flesh, mutual, reciprocal, together one. And Paul goes on and says, this is a profound mystery. He says, but I'm talking about Christ and the church. And there is something whereby marriage is not simply an analogy of the church, where the husband and wife together represent the church and Christ together, two becoming one. Although what a beautiful and amazing thing that is. Paul calls it a mystery. And it's, it is mysterious. And it is mystical. And it does somewhat elude us. But Christ is the groom to the church, which is his bride. And when we mess with marriage, we mess with what is an example prophetically of the church. Marriage is a sacred thing. And it echoes and it reveals and it points to the nature and character of God's relationship with a special people, his church, that he is the groom to the bride. What a wonderful privilege. What an extraordinary thing that that is. That you and I are part of the church. That we are the bride of Christ. That we are wed and one with him. And that consummation will occur when he returns to get us and when we die and go to be with him united, one with God, 
with Jesus Christ. You know, the thing about a husband and a wife is that the the context of their union is love for life. Love for life. Love can grow cold and a union can break up and not be for life, but it's meant as love for life. And Christ loves us for life. He loves us to life. He loves us for life. He loves us for eternal life. He loves us for everlasting life. Verse 33 says, Each one of you must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. There is a double underscoring of love. In marriage, you husbands, you love, you love, and the wife respect. I think the word there for respect modifies the weight of the word submit in verse 22. It's not unquestioning subservience, even to unreasonable demands from a husband. No. Why is it not that? Because the husband should never do that. Instead, he is to love his wife as he loves himself. And she is to respect him and to honor him. But she's not going to do that if he doesn't love her. And if he doesn't, like Christ, lay down his life for her. 